One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Successful people, whether in arts, craft, business, profession, and even in their personal relationship, all possess the same two elements that make them successful. They are inspired and they are excellent. Hi, I'm Francis Kong, and welcome to Inspiring Excellence, a podcast that will guide you to the path of excellence and inspiration. One episode at a time, powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. A company without any visible sense of purpose for the people to see would find itself in a great disadvantage. It's going to find itself in a continuous state of turmoil. For example, a car company might say that its purpose is to generate a healthy profit by manufacturing the finest cars in the world. It becomes obvious then that every objective and goal of the company should in some way contribute to that broad purpose. But broad as it may seem, it provides a general direction for the company. It keeps its eyes focused towards this purpose. It isn't uncommon for successful companies to have executives recommend that they utilize their assets and divert itself into another field of business, which they are convinced to be extremely profitable. For example, suppose some executives inside the car company would suggest that they open a supermarket as well. The purpose statement clearly defines that the recommendation does not allow its direction of travel and thus minimizes error. A purpose statement answers the question, why do I exist? Such a statement does not need to be profound and complicated, but it needs to provide a general direction towards your goal. A friend of mine started his business from very humble means. He opened a tiny little shoe factory. He had big dreams that one day he would be able to market his own brand and compete with the country's most successful companies during those years. His purpose was clear. He put in his undivided attention and the business began to grow. And the funny thing about this is that the moment he began to be successful, when big businesses came in and the cash registers began ringing, that was when he lost his purpose, diverted his investments and went into real estate, got a farm, went into cattle racing, And suddenly, from his purpose of building a great shoe brand, he lost focus and wandered in many business deals without a sense of purpose. The one single thing he had in mind was probably to make money from all of his business ventures, but to have a meaningful purpose in his entrepreneurial endeavors, he just doesn't have it. Needless to say, he lost most of his businesses, including the shoe business. Over the years, it is clear to see that the businesses he lost were the ones that he never had any purpose to build it in the first place, and it even affected the original one. Now consider this for a moment. What is your purpose for living? What is the meaning for your being? 
Why do you have to work and toil under the sun? And how do we build up purpose and meaning for our lives? Let me tell you this. It all begins with the choices you want to make every day. It's not anything mystical. It's very practical. So, here's life choice number one. Is it a need or is it greed? An ethics professor at Princeton Seminary asked for volunteers for an extra assignment. At 2 o'clock, 15 students gathered at Spear Library. There, he divided the group into three groups of five each. He gave the first group of five envelopes, telling them to proceed immediately across campus to Stewart Hall, and they had 15 minutes to get there. If they didn't arrive on time, then it would have a negative effect on their grade. For this group... The professor called them the High Hurry Group. A minute or two, he handed out the envelope to five others. Their instructions were also to go to Stewart Hall, but they were given 45 minutes. After they departed, he gave the last of the envelopes with instructions to the third group. This he called the Low Hurry Group. They were given three hours to arrive at Stewart Hall. Now, unknown to any of these students, the teacher had arranged with three students from Princeton University Drama Department to meet them along the way. Acting as people in great need in front of Alexander Hall, one of the drama students was going around covering his head with his hands and moaning out loud in great pain. As they passed by Miller Chapel on their way to Stewart Hall, they found a fellow who was on the steps, lying face down as if unconscious. And finally, on the very steps of Stewart Hall, the third drama student was acting out an epileptic seizure. It's interesting that of the first group, no one stopped. People who were in the high hurry group do not have the time to take care of other needs because they were on the rush. Of the second group, those who were given 45 minutes to go over Stewart Hall, two of the five stopped. And of the third group, the low-hurry people responded well. Everybody stopped. This gives us a good indication of the kind of world we are living in and the corresponding attitudes developing within us. If we're too much in a hurry, the heart becomes hard and calloused towards the needs of others. We have a goal to attain, an objective to meet, and an ambition to achieve. And all this makes us very calloused. The question is this. In our mad dash living in the fast lane of life, are we set out with a purpose for living? Someone has said that every life exists either to meet a need or to feel a greed. Meeting a need, in fact, is God-given, while the latter is a mission invented by man himself. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 